0: Hello everybody and welcome to the daily dose of awesome for Tuesday. Uh, what day is it? February 5th. Yep, that's right. The Tuesday after the Super Bowl. So uh, today my name is Matt Barron and I will be talking to you guys about um, the about Facebook ads again today, which is what I usually talk talk about when I come on here. But essentially I created a training today. Uh, I went through a lot of the common mistakes that I see affiliates making with Facebook ads when they don't necessarily, they aren't getting the kind of results they want. So I just wanna go through these mistakes and then talk to you a little bit about how you can go about improving those. So uh, first off, we have, um, oh hey guys, what's going on? See right there. So first off, what we do is we have a big idea. So every one of your ads should have a big idea in it. So here's what I mean, and here's how to apply this to when you're running Facebook ads for Elite Marketing Pro. Uh, when you run ads for Elite Marketing Pro to the blog post, you should be picking out uh, a blog post that you think will work well for an ad. But in your ad that you write, that will eventually lead to the blog post, you need to have a big idea in that. Every ad have a. You know what's the big idea? it's basically what that particular blog post is about so first of all uh, I noticed a lot of times when I see people don't they don't necessarily know what the big idea is they need to actually go through and read the blog post first but every blog post is going to have a major a major idea on what it's about so for example there was one done about a month ago called how to use the reverse invite method to get your prospects to invite themselves and take a look at your business okay so the essentially what I would do and this one I would go through I would take a look and I would read this particular blog post and essentially I would find what the big idea is and for example the big idea in that particular blog post is recruiting in person is hard recruiting to your cold market is hard use the reverse invite method to get customers coming to you and you wanna make sure that's in your ad somewhere you wanna communicate that in a sentence or two within your particular ad so your prospect knows exactly what they're going to get and this big idea should be unique so other than a big other, other than to kind of piggyback off of that it should also be somewhat original too. it shouldn't just be a copy of what other people are doing you know I see a lot of affiliates just uh, copying ads from other affiliates because uh, they think it'll necessarily work well first of all you don't necessarily have the stats um you, or the targeting available that the other person that's running that particular ad second of all you want to be original with your ad, you know, if the same person sees the ad over and over and over again, it becomes less effective. So when you go and you copy somebody else's ad, essentially it's going to be less effective than it was the first time around. And the more you use it, the more that happens. So if you can be original and write original copy for your ads, it's going to make you stand out in front of all the other me-too marketers out there. Uh, next up, you want to be congruent in your ad. So what does that mean? So let me get me this, um, here's, here's what I mean by this. So I had a, an affiliate come to me uh, the other day asking if we can go ahead and we can switch um, links after an ad has been running. We wanna go ahead and we wanna switch the link in a particular ad and run, send them to something else. So for example, the attraction marketing formula uh, capture page, people, Facebook doesn't really like that. So it's having a hard time getting approved right now on Facebook when you run an ad directly to the capture page. Uh, you know, and so we prefer to run ads, they prefer you run ads, blog content, something that's going to provide value and educate people first. So essentially, uh, somebody asked if they could run an ad to a blog post and that blog post would then go ahead, get some, um, you know, some good metrics and then switch it halfway through to, to a capture page. Well, first of all, you've already written an ad. Uh, ideally, you should have already written your ad that would lead directly to the blog post. It's written to be to go right into the blog post. In other words, it's congruent. Your ad copy uh, is going to match what's coming through on the blog post. Your headlines should have be relatively close to what they're going to get with that particular blog post. When you go in and you uh, write something, for example, if you were to switch your link halfway through in that ad to, from a blog post to just a, um, a capture page, uh, you're providing not only is it not congruent so it's not matching what your ad is providing but you're providing a bad customer experience essentially so essentially you want your ad you want you're letting your prospect know what they're gonna get in your ad but you want them to actually get that when they go ahead and click on that link or click on click on your ad you don't want them to get something completely else because that's not why they're clicking on your link and I see a number of affiliates either uh, send send traffic to something that has no um, no congruence with the ad that they write, or that uh, the ad that they write just doesn't really match up what they're going to get. So you want to make sure that there's some congruence in between your ad copy, as well as what's coming on in the um, what's coming through when they go ahead and they click on the link. Uh, next up, we want ad design. So you want your ad to have some sort of relevance. And some design that kind of pops off the page. Uh, I Pictures are great. You know, pictures of smiling faces. Families still work really well. One of the best ones I used was a picture of some of our affiliates that were dressed up as Marvel characters for Halloween. Uh, something like that gets some real design. However, when you're using pictures that aren't very good, perhaps, maybe you're standing all the way in the corner. You're taking up 10% of the picture. um, and the rest is of your backyard and it's out of focus. Okay, that's not going to be very good design at all. It's not going to be eye-catching, and it doesn't really convey any sort of professionalism. It doesn't really convey any sort of um, idea that you that you really wanted to make that ad work, that you really put some thought into the ad. It looks like you just slapped up a picture. Uh, so it's going to get a low grade as designed to kind of pop out more. And another way to do that is to use emojis. Now, emojis are something when you're going through your, uh, you know, when people are scrolling through their news feed, an emoji will help an ad stand out. You know, I think something like maybe using like um, a handful of them, like maybe five, six, seven, eight emojis in a particular ad are great. Uh, I ran into somebody that was getting a really high click-through rate, but they were also getting um, their ad denied by Facebook because they more than 50% of the ad was emojis. Uh, it was Completely overkill. And so it really, I think it really was hurting them in terms of getting their ad approved. But, you know, so it can definitely overdo with emojis. But I think having a number of emojis, you know, maybe no more than five, maybe eight in a particular ad, depending on how long your ad is, I think that's very appropriate. And it's something that can catch eyes, eyeballs when you're scrolling through the news feed. Uh, the next up, and this one I think might be one of the more important ones, and it's where I definitely spend the most time when I'm creating a Facebook ad, and that is having a great headline. So out of the, out of all the time, let's say I spend, um, 100 minutes creating a Facebook ad. Uh, 20 minutes of that, roughly 20%, I'm going to spend on the headline because the headline is what people are going to see the biggest. They're going to see it. It's going to stand out more than your ad copy. To a headline, great headlines are always what gets high click-through rates. So you want to be able to test great headlines, and you want to spend some time thinking about your headlines. And if you need help crafting up good headlines, uh, you just just type in, all you'd have to do is Google high converting headlines, and you get just tons and tons of resources about headlines that all these great copywriters have written. And you can go ahead and use those to help you create uh, a new one for that you can use for your Facebook ad that will lead to your blog post. Again, make sure it's original, make sure it's congruent, but those particular formulas that some of the best copywriters in the world have already created for you, you can go ahead and model your headline off of those. So spend the most amount of time on your headline between everything else. Uh, next up, test, and this follows my headline uh, formula. So one of the ways that I've really been uh, able to test and get my CTR up is, is I will do very low um, you know very low budget tests for example let's say I do a dollar a day for ten days but what I'll do is I'll take have the same ad and then I'll go ahead and I'll test three different headlines on it. And I, I did this just recently and here was what I found. Um, my landing page cost per click on one was a dollar twenty two my landing page cost per click on another one was a dollar one and my the third headline I tested my landing page cost per click was 49 cents. Now, had I just stuck with that first headline, I would never have found the 49 cent cost per headline click. And now I can take that one that's getting the low landing page um, cost per click, and I can move that up into, um, you know, I can up the budget, I can test that with new audiences. But now I know that one's working a lot better than the others. So you just want to be able to test. You don't have to spend a lot of money testing, but I would say, you know, test your headlines. Test out your different images. You're not going to be sure which one works. So when you do find that one that actually gets you a lot better result, you can go ahead and spend your money on something that you know has been working a lot better. Uh, The next one is uh, obviously a call to action. So the best Facebook ads, they have very clear goals. Um, Are you trying to get somebody to read? Are you trying to get somebody to book a call with you? Are you trying to get somebody to uh, buy your product? I've noticed a number of affiliates, they'll, you know, sometimes they'll say click below. You want to have a very clear, click below, this is what you're going to get in your ad. So you don't want to just leave it up to the viewer or the prospect to decide what they potentially need to do when uh, they're reading your ad. They don't always know they're supposed to click. They may, they, you may have a really great ad that they're following along, but they don't know what they're supposed to do next. You don't want to assume that uh, they know to click and they know to read through to your blog post. Uh, finally, the final one is making assumptions. Um, so what are some of the basic major assumptions that you make when it comes to Facebook ads on what you think will work and what you think doesn't? Now, uh, at the end of the day, I always harp on the fact that data doesn't lie. And that's why you need to test out everything. Uh, and when I, For example, when I do a lot of coaching in the Fast Track program, I'll take a look, at uh, people will run ads, and I'll take a look at the copy and say, okay, I, I would think that this might not work. But when they actually do run the ad, It'll get great results on it. Uh, and I'm like, wow, you know you never really know because at the end of the day you can't make assumptions about what your audience is going to respond to or what they won't respond to in your ad. You always have to test it and you always have to see if the um, you know see what the results are going to be because at the end of the day you don't know what your audience is going to click. you can have a good idea, you can understand audience uh, really well and what they're thinking, but they may respond differently to something, that you really have that you a better idea that you have or not. They may respond differently to an ad that you might not think would work really well, but actually it actually does work really well. So you can't assume right or wrong that you know something is going to work or something is going to not. Because if you end up doing that, you end up getting stuck, you end up uh pedaling your wheels. It's always great to test. And it's not a bad idea to test with lower ad budgets. You know, right now one of the things we're doing is testing at a dollar a day. Uh, just different types of ads. So I'll write uh, some ad copy, but I'll test four different headlines at a dollar a day for each one for 10 days. So now I've got, after 10 days, I've got uh, one clear winner, and I can go ahead and I can take that and I can now spend a lot more money on that at a lower uh, cost per landing page click. So with that said, you guys, uh, that is all I have for today. Uh, I hope everybody is doing well when it comes to your Facebook ads. Uh, remember there's, uh, no, make no assumptions. You guys always want to test, spend a lot of time on your headlines and, uh, you know, just don't, don't assume that you always know that you always know what's going to work. You just, you kind of got to put it out there for your audience to decide. So with that said, uh, I hope you guys have a great week and keep on marketing.